Shohei Otani to the Dodgers confirmed. Join us on today's episode where we talk about our trade deadline predictions on this action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, and you can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you listen on Apple or Spotify, can you please leave us a five-star rating and review if you like what you hear. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel, also drops you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the subtext website for an in-depth, personalized one-on-one experience through text messages where you get instant alerts for prospect call-ups, injuries, uh, a lot, just a lot much more than we can provide on this 30-minute podcast. And on today's episode, we got a fully loaded one for you guys, talking about our trade deadline predictions. As always, let us be your team's secret weapon while we give you the best fantasy baseball information possible. Matt, is it confirmed? Is Otani going to the Dodgers? What's the deal, brother? Let's talk about it. So, I mean, from everything I'm reading that, you know, Mr. Shohei Otani is going to get the trade, it seems like the most likely candidate should be the Dodgers, the evil empire. You guys were with us last year. We came out with the whole, you know, yes, evil empire, you know, graphic and stuff. Because, you know, they just go out there and snag every single player under the sun. And any big name, they are always in the mix for. And they have a plethora, and when I say a plethora of prospects out there to go and trade, I mean, it's it's just unreal. And the best part about getting Otani is he's not just one 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 position he's your hitter and your pitcher so you're getting an ace caliber with the with probably one of the best bats in all of baseball so you know i could totally see it happening it's funny though because if you go off and you look at like names like michael bush they have that they can give up they can give up you know picks they can give up gavin stone papidio leonardo freeland um they can give up dustin may they can give up vargas they can give up all these names that are just so valuable to any other team where they are not making the room for them because they're a win now team. They love to just draft these awesome players and dish them out like, like candy for teams to draw, to draw in their big players. So, I mean, Shoei Otani is going to be like one of these lights out trades, like probably bigger than what, you know, the Padres gave up for um, Juan Soto. So, Quite honestly, I could see some massive names going for Shohei Otani and Angels looking to turn it around and start young anyway outside of Trout because that guy just owns part of the team at this point. So you can't really get rid of him. So Shohei Otani, I think, is on the move. I think he is going to the Dodgers and there's no way around it. Yeah, Matt, I'm on board with you. And then even, you know, on top of what you mentioned, there's Diego Cartaya, there's uh, Var- Miguel Vargas, Andy Pages. I think you said Dustin May, uh, Bobby Miller, Emmett Sheehan. 
honestly, they could just mix and match a package of those guys. And you know what? It, it the, the Angels make out because the whole thing is the Angels have to get something. Uh, I don't think Otani goes back. They've had him and Trout there for, you know, a couple of years at this point. They haven't been in contention, and it's just really – you're wasting Otani's time. You're wasting your own time. You're wasting the talent. So, you know what? Otani's going to leave um, one way or another. I, there's, there's no way he resigns. Go out and trade him, get something. He's already in Los Angeles. He doesn't have to go anywhere else. So, you know what? I, I really, really see this one happening. Maybe some other dark horse comes out of the woodworks and, you know, takes it. But the Dodgers really need it. The big thing with the Dodgers is they're not really the team they have been in the past. They are in first place, but they're only in their division. They're only two games ahead of the Diamondbacks and the Giants. The Giants are, you know, a garbage team. You know, I hate to say it like that. But you know what? You got them right up here, you know, um, trailing you. So, you know what? It's time to make the move. And what better to go get the most interesting player in baseball and possibly the best player in all of baseball in Shohei Otani. Let's keep things moving, though. And oh, oh, chime in, brother. Chime in. Uh, yeah, actually, I was just—I had a question for you. Um, oh yeah, of course. I like if, questions. So, if the rumors are true, and I'm seeing that you know the Angels are refusing to trade with the Dodgers, where do you think that other team may be? Hmm, that is a tough one, honestly. Like I said, I think it might could be a dark horse team. I've seen Tampa thrown around, um, you know, but that would probably be like a, a rental for them. So they probably wouldn't give up a crazy amount. Uh, another crazy land potential landing spot that I saw, and this one's probably like a super, super dark horse, is the Colorado Rockies. Imagine the Rockies come out and, and, and Otani plays half a season in Colorado. Maybe it's just to sell some tickets or something like that because, you know, I, I don't really think the Rockies have a chance of, you know, doing much of anything this year with the where they're standing. But you know what? It would be great to see Shohei Otani put on it put on a show in Colorado for half a season. But, Matt, real quick, you know what? Uh, I think we're going to have some extra time today. So, why don't same question back at you, brother. If he doesn't go to the Dodgers, where do you have him going? Honestly, the Rangers. I think Ooh, they – I like that one. I like that. I like they, that. They have a lot of prospects to give up. Acuna's brother is one of them. Um, yes. You know, Luis Angel Acuna. Yes. So, I mean, there is – they have quite a few names, especially with losing um, DeGrom early in the season yeah. and not having him back, I guess, for another year. Uh, you know, they're going to need to replace the arm. You know, they need the bat in the lineup, especially with how well they're doing. They're going to make a pennant run. So I don't see how they don't go after and get aggressive to go and try to uh, bleh, try and trade for Otani and be the one that comes out on top. Because, I mean, quite honestly, I think he slots in there pretty well, both pitching and hitting. So that's my dark horse team. And if he's going anywhere else, I think it's there. Plus the fantasy implications for that lineup. If Otani steps in, just bring up Simeon, bring up Seager, uh, you know, Nate, uh, Nathaniel Lowe. Like those guys just instantly get a step up. And then Shohei just goes even another tier up because now instead of just hitting with, you know, Trout being in front of him or, you know, Ward, if he decides to get on base, now you have Simeon and you have Seager getting on base right in front of him or behind him and driving him home. And then just, the counting stats may be, you know, record breaking for the second half. Yeah. Yeah, brother. I think that's a great take. Um, So where are we going with this next guy? Am I taking it? You're taking it. You go for it, bro. All right. So let's talk about Dylan Cease and uh, where we have, we, he thinks he goes, honestly, there's a few White Sox on today's, you know, episode. And honestly, I, I, I think the White Sox are going to sell out. I think. Fire sale. Yeah. Start over. Uh, if I'm them, 
keep Luis Robert, obviously. I think that's an obvious one. And keep uh, Eloy and kind of just build around them and see where the things go. Maybe C stays, maybe he doesn't. But I think there's going to be some overwhelming offers on the table for the White Sox. And you know what? Like I said, start rebuilding. So uh, I don't know. Did I say it? Did I say that I think he's going to go to Houston? I think that's where C sends up. You know, the, the Astros need a little bit of a boost, you know, kind of similarly to the Dodgers. They're not the team that they have been for the last few years. They got, they're trailing the Rangers by four and a half games in the AL West. So, you know, what uh, What better than to go out and get a boost of, you know, uh, Dylan Cease, who's actually been pa- playing a lot better baseball of late. Uh, they have a few prospects down there. They have um, Yainer Diaz. They could even trade, um, you know, Chaz McCormick, who's been on fire. Uh, they got a couple of other young bloods down in there. But you know what? Even if they wanted to, you know, dip into the rotation, I don't know if I would do this. But, you know, Hunter Brown could be an option that gets moved. Who knows? Hunter Brown's been kind of disappointing uh, the last couple of months. But they do have, you know, the names to go out and get this trade done. And Dylan Cease just might need a change of, scene, a change of scenery because I don't know how great the, the coaching is there with the White Sox organization. Go over to Houston, uh, a known team for building prospects. Look at Javier. Look at um, Framer Valdez. Um, even Arquiti is, you know, a pretty you know, a, a serviceable pitcher in the bigs. So, you know what? I really think the Astros have to go out and get themselves a starting pitcher. And uh, Dylan Cease could be on their radar. Oh, absolutely. I think he's 100% going there. I don't, I, I can't see a better fit and the fantasy implications are going to be outrageous. And before we move on and we have two more White Sox players and a bat from the Cubs that I think it's going to go to a really great friendly hitting park. We have a sponsor for you. For championship, for championship teams, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Motors guaranteed fit, you can make sure every part fits just right. The first time around, just add your ride to my garage and look for a green check next to the part. You'll find you'll find that it fits right away, a perfect fit, or you get your money back. Because in just like in sports, Confidence is the name in the game, and when you shop eBay Motors, it's the same. And with 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home the win when it comes to the right parts, and they're guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on eBay Motors. Let's ride, ladies and gentlemen. Ed, uh, eligible items only. Exclusions may apply. And everydayers and new listeners, we have incredible opportunity for you to help support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks that go along with it. Introducing our Diamond Club on Subtext. Become a member and you'll only you not only contribute to the show success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call-up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions, and enjoy direct access to us for all the burning fantasy questions. Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to us. Truthfully, it really does, guys, so thank you. We can't do it without you, and we love connecting with everybody and going down that you know fantasy journey with everybody that is on the subtext now. So join the Diamond Club on subtext today. Let us take your fantasy experience to new heights and get that everydayers championship. Whew. All right, Dom. Yeah, Matt, I, I didn't think you were going to jump in there, but you know, you did a great job, brother. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So let's move on to our next uh, you know, White Sox pitcher, and it's Lucas Giolito. I think first, first and most importantly of all, I owe, I owe Giolito like half of an apology. I owe, I owe him like half an apology. No, 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 no. A uh, full. No. no uh, uh, Bravo. You had him. You had him ranked like ninety six. 
I I did. Uh, so that, but still, he's he hasn't been great though. In three six ERA, bro. Yeah. He's like the pitcher of forty. You were <sighs> off by like 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 thirty seven. Well, you know what, man, <laughs> he, he deserved it after what he did last year. So I, I, I'm I'm going with that. I'm going with he he was deserving. He earned that ranking. It wasn't just you know. It wasn't just for no reason. I, I had some, you know, I had some uh, facts behind it. I mean, you but, had um, some haterade behind it. I did, you know, I, a big, big, big sip of the haterade for, uh, for, for, for my boy Giolito, real quick, real quick. All right, with the haterade in the system. I mean, I'll try and stop hating, but you know. So let let's get into more of Giolito. He he has turned it around. He you know he a uh, run you know run lower ERA you know so far this year than last year. The K's are right over a K per nine. We usually expect Giolito there. One one nine WHIP, very very serviceable. And you know what? He's earned himself you know a little bit more value going into this trade deadline. I honestly think the Texas Rangers, you know, as Matt said, you know they can go out there and they you know need to make a little bit of a a bolster after losing to Grom. And they definitely have the guys to go out there and make the trade. You know, you got Ezekiel Duran, you got Owen White, you got um Cole Wynn, uh, Dustin Harris. Uh, they they've got a lot of young guys in that system where they can go out. You know, Matt mentioned Acuna, Luis Angel, uh, Luis Luis Angel Acuna, Kumar Rocker, who's hurt. Just they have a very very good minor league system where they don't even have to trade away. You know, any of those bigger names, maybe a couple of you know the mediocre you know prospects to go out there and get Giolito. Maybe the change of scenery does him right over there in Texas. You know, he gets to, even though DeGrom's hurt, you still get to learn from DeGrom, which, you know, I I always say that Dane Dunning, you know, it's paying off for Dane Dunning, you know, pay off even more for Lucas Giolito. But you know what? My uh, landing spot for Giolito is the Texas Rangers. How about you, Matt? Where do you got him going? I got two landing spots. Okay. One, I really don't need to talk about because you pretty much covered it, and that's the Rangers. Right, there you go. So you hit on everything I was going to talk about. Here's my other one. This is my dream scenario. This is where I hope he lands, and that's Tampa, even though it's in our division. Um, every okay. time every time Tampa goes and acquires a pitcher, they become a ridiculous superstar. So, I mean, you look at Tyler Glass now. You look at any other one that's gone there, and they, they just blow out. Like, you know, they just completely show out. They fix one little thing, and boom, they're an instant all-star. So I really want to see that, plus with the protection – of that of their field in their home park it's really great and then on the other side what i would like to see go to the white Sox would be kyle manzardo and tosh mahal like i would like to see them you know that's a lot to give up for for Gilly, you know he's 27 though that's the thing so like he is he yeah. has an all-star thing he only had one bad season he's having a good season now 20 28 still pitchers pitch deliver at like 34 35 with well, he's actually 29 his birthday was on the 14th okay. uh, so happy you know i'll be nice happy belated uh lucas Giolito. happy belated yeah thanks thanks for just getting older but anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway we all can't stay young forever but anyway so I, I I do think this would be a great landing spot. I think also too it'll take the it'll take the Rays to the next level in terms of their pitching. So like it's it's mutually beneficial if they have to get that job done, especially the way Manzardo has downtracked. I think yeah. that if anything, they're going to be able to sneak him in along with Taj Mahal. So I feel like that would be a good trade. That would also be great for them to come over here into the to the White Sox organization and really take a step forward, and get some playing time. So it would be it'd be really great. But uh, let's move on here. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about Mr. Lance Lynn, our third uh, White Sox. This is the White Sox segment here. It's a fire um, sale. It's a, it really is. I, I, I really feel that they're going to sell high on all this, and they have a lot of aging out guys and guys that they're going to lose value on anyway, so might as well move on. Okay. So I, I think that Lance Lynn kind of finds himself on the Orioles. Uh, you know, there is, there is a, there is a um, 
something different about the Orioles this year, other than the fact that they're all like under the age of 19 and they all can't drink accumulatively. So they need somebody to go buy them beer at the beer store. And that's going to be Lance Lynn. So, you know, Lance Lynn, I think they need that veteran presence. They need somebody to come in there and really just step up and be the another, I wouldn't say ace in the hole because I think we're well, well past that, but at least the veteran in the rotation that you can kind of count on to go eat up some innings, be safe, help them win the games and help make that push to, uh, to and in the playoffs because they're I have a feeling they're going to be dangerous this year in the playoffs. So I like them a lot. I like Lynn's landing spot if he lands there. And I mean, you you know, there's a lot of avenues that they're going to be able to move and give up. And honestly, they probably only have to give up like their I don't know ninth best prospect, and they'll be able to get the job done because Lance their ninth Lynn, best prospect is probably still amazing too. Right, that's the thing. <laughs> so that's what I'm getting at. So they could probably trade him and then you know call it a day. And it is what it is. And, you know, they make out like a bandit. So we'll see what happens with that. I think Lance Lynn would be a great fit on the Orioles. Yeah, Matt, I feel like we have too many of the same landing spots at this point. But I, I have Lynn headed over to Baltimore as well. And you kind of spoke about the, the you know, the trading aspect of it. I just want to talk about Lynn, him, Lynn himself. Over the last five games, he's rebounded a bit. And if you don't remember or you weren't you know, paying attention to baseball last year in the second half, Lynn was a top 10 pitcher for fantasy in the second half last year. He's tracking to you know, maybe not be a top 10, but he could be at least a top 30-ish you know, starting pitcher for the second half through his last five starts. He's thrown 31 innings, 47 strikeouts, a 4.35 ERA, but a 3.74 FIP, which is fielding independent pitching, ERA indicator, kind of shows you where the ERA is trending. So I think, you know, he has potential to have a mid, you know, three ERA, big strikeouts. Um, if he goes to Baltimore, potential to win a lot more games. But another stat that I like here over his Lynn's last five games is the 214 batting average against. So you know what? The hitters really aren't, you know, um, hitting him very well. Uh, the sw- swinging strike rate is pretty good at 20%. So you know what, man? I-, I just think Lynn is rebounding fairly well, and any team that grabs him is just going to give him better upside as far as you know, um, winning games. So let's move on to our next guy, finally getting away from some White Sox and getting to you know some other players here. Let's talk about Cody Bellinger. Now, Cody Bellinger, honestly, another guy that I probably owe an apology to because I had him a little bit too low. Cody Bellinger is bouncing back to that, like, you know, almost MVP form uh, from, you know, a few years ago when, you know, he won the the MVP award. So, you know, Cody Bellinger, uh, I have him going to the Phillies. Phillies could use another, you know, bat in that lineup. uh, And they could probably use arm too. But I honestly think if they go in and they get, um, you know, um, uh, a Cody Bellinger type in the middle of that lineup, it's really going to make a big impact. Um, you know, I think him and uh, Bryce Harper are buddies, so that's going to help, uh, you know, help them out as well. They, they have spots open in that lineup for him. And, you know, Cody Bellinger on the year, 51 runs, 14 doubles, 12 bombs, 35 RBIs, 12 steals, 311 batting average. So, you know what, that's where I got Cody Bellinger going to the Philadelphia Phillies. And before we find out why I completely agree and why you think he's a perfect fit, we also have another ad break for you. And we're back. Thank you, guys. Um, so I really do like this landing spot for him, not just because of fantasy purposes, but because of the fact that they're going to be able to get Schwarber out of the outfield defending and get him yeah. into the DH. Well said. Good so point. from what I'm hearing um, from Philly Philly Network, because that's what all I hear around here, Bryce Harper should be starting to play first this week, which is, one, incredibly fantasy valuable for Bryce Harper owners, and two – for the Philadelphia Phillies in general, because now they can get 
uh, Schwarber's bat rump out of the uh, outfield and stop killing him. And I mean, quite honestly, you know, uh, Bellinger may not be the most consistent bat over the last couple of years, but he's always been a solid glove. So him in the outfield versus Schwarber is going to be great. On top of that, let's look at the fantasy aspects of things. I think that Cody Bellinger is going to really benefit from, you know, just hitting in Citizen Bank Park. Like it's a great hitting park in general. I think that he's really going to swing for the fences and, you know, really just enjoy the city. You know, he's going to, he might be the one that pushes them over the top to, you know, go ahead and, and, um, you know, really open up the uh, the scoring and be a little bit more consistent with the way he's playing. I just hope he doesn't lose everything he's done in Chicago when he gets over here and traded, because it could be one of those, my, my rule, new, new team, new city. And, you know, you start losing stuff. And unfortunately that's what the Phillies are going through now. They need a surge and I'm hoping he could be the one. So we shall see. So let's move on here. Let's talk about Marcus Stroman. Um, Stroman. I have him going to two places. I'm going to talk about um, the one that Dom is not picking. So where do you have? Okay. So I'm going to talk about him actually going to the uh, to the Phillies as well. I'm just going to keep it in-house here. I think that they need a fourth pitcher. I think that he would be great one-year rental um, and or maybe even two. I think he's under contract for two. Um, you know, fact check me, guys. But, you know, I think that he would be a great fit. I don't think he's not a long-term play. He's been so up and down, but he's having a phenomenal year. He found something or he found something sticky that they can't find. Who knows? But not to start any rumors. But, um, you know, Stroman has been pitching well above bar. And um, and as long as it continues, he could be a fantasy contributor. Even if he goes back to what he's done for the last three years, Stroman is going to be better than what they have, you know, behind the ups and downs of Nolan, uh, of Nola and Wheeler and ranger like you know everybody likes tajon walker here but like i'm not really like too confident in him even though he's having a decent year like i would rather have them go into a marcus stroman role and then be able to go to a five-man rotation give these guys a little bit more breaks because last year if you watched them in the playoffs and now i'm talking more real baseball it was really like um disheartening when they had to go and roll out you know Syndergaard and then he'd only go two innings and then go this and that and this and that and it was just really frustrating because like shoot like you know pretty much that's a loss that day and that's what I think that the Phillies organization is identifying and they don't want to do that so that's why I think Marcus Stroman would be a really good fit there and also just fantasy aspect of it I mean he's not going to have he's going to be in a better hitters park but the team around him is a lot better so there's a lot more wins upside so Marcus Stroman I think would be great all around there. Yeah, Matt, yeah, honestly, I think he's a great fit over there in Philly. But I have, you know, the Astros, you know, going out there and getting Strowman as well because, honestly, they they need that boost, man. They Like I said, Hunter Brown's not cutting it. Javier's been, you know, really bad, you know, <laughs> recently. Uh, they got Brandon Belak, And I know J.P. France has been serviceable, but, you know, how long is that really going to last? So going to get Marcus Strowman, I actually, I actually think he threw a lot of shade uh, Strowman's way for a guy that, you know, pitches to a career – Three five five ERA over nine years. I know he's not a K per nine guy, but you know the you know he's been had a solid whip the last three years. I think you know Stroman is a very very serviceable pitcher, and I think he goes over there to Houston might get a renewed sense of life. And he's just I, I, we talked about all the prospects that Houston has to give up, but um, I, I'm a real real uh, big believer in, in Stroman. I think he's very very underrated, and I think he you know is a nice little fit there for the Houston Astros. But let's keep things moving here, and let's talk about Tyler O'Neill, Matt's favorite player in the whole MLB. 
And uh, this one, this one bothers me because I just I don't believe in Yankees ownership anymore. If you know, um, if the old Steinbrenner was still alive, you know, we would we'd we'd have Otani, we'd have uh, uh, Dylan Cease, and we'd get Cody Bellinger too, just to top it off. But you know what? You know, since his son's around now, uh, not making as big moves as we'd like. I think Tyler O'Neill winds up on the Yankees and does absolutely nothing for us. Uh, you know, there's um. They can mix it, mix and match guys, and you know, get a Tyler O'Neill into the outfield or even at DH. You know, the Yankees, you know, just have open spots at the moment, and it's just it, it pisses me off thinking about that. The Yankees are going to do something dumb like this at the trade deadline. Tyler O'Neill is a serviceable guy, but he's not really what the Yankees need at the moment. Uh, they're going to be like, oh, O'Neill has power and speed, and yeah, he he did it, you know, for one full season, and then he's never played over a hundred games in any other season in his career. But you know what, man? Uh, let's see where this thing goes, Matt. You, you have O'Neill winding up in the Yankees too, or you got somewhere else for him to go? Actually, I, 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 I mean, I'm really hoping that he goes somewhere else. I don't want to see him on the Yankees because I mean, we already have th- two outfielders that can't stay healthy for the life of them. Yeah, yeah, just add another one, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, this would be like another dream scenario for two teams that I think actually need the power boost, and one would be the Diamondbacks. I think that you know. You know, Tyler O'Neill might slot in there pretty well just based off of the giving them a little bit thing. Keep put him at DH and kind of fill out that team. Plus, the fantasy value would up Corbin Carroll and others on that team. Uh, but I'm not going to spend a little bit of time. I this is the one I really would like to see him go. Uh, and that would be a trade between Miami and the Cardinals because I mean, okay. uh, Miami has a lot of pitching prospects and just a lot of pitchers in general. Mm-hmm. And they, their worth their worst pitching prospect is like a Yankees starter. So they are they are so good and they have a plethora and I think they need to turn around and make a move for a bat. You know, Birdie ain't just gonna get it done and neither is Jazz. So if you put Tyler O'Neill out there, you know, if he only plays, you know, three quarters of the second half and they're trying to make a playoff push, I could see them getting in the mix for Tyler O'Neill. So um I, I that's where I would hope he lands. I think that they might go in there and try and sneak someone out. But this is where I really think the next player is gonna go to Miami, and that's Brian Reynolds. Um, if he gets moved at all, I really think that he might end up on Miami. You know, obviously Pittsburgh is in, always in a rebuild. They're the worst, the worst organization on the planet. Um, and I'm, I truly feel that way. Sorry, sorry, Pittsburgh fans. Um, but it, it's the truth. They just they they refuse to just develop or keep their best prospects. Um, so if they move Brian Reynolds, which I don't foresee happening, I think it might be to Miami. I think that they'll probably package get him they'll get a lot too they'll get they'll get rid of him they'll probably go and get um jesus sanchez which would be nice for them and that return for a big bat and then also to a pitching prospect or two that are somewhat of a higher tier to go out and get brian rails they need a bat miami they can't just do this like i explained just before for the tyler o'neill fit in i think you know they bring in ryan reynolds and you know they they would have a really nice team yeah, man. Uh, this is one. This is one where I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. Finally, finally, we we don't have somebody going to the same spot. But you know what? With Brian Reynolds, I I honestly think this is my lock. If I had to say that any one of these were like really guaranteed, I think Brian Reynolds to the Dodgers is almost a lock. For in my head, he just fits 
what the Dodgers are. He's like that Dodgers type of player where, you know, he's super consistent. You, you, you kind of know what you're getting. I think he's just getting tired of playing in Pittsburgh. You know, at this point, he's he had a really, really hot start. and He's slowed down a lot since then. But, you know, at the last two years before that, he was, you know, around 25 homers. The counting stats were pretty serviceable. He's a career 277 hitter. You know what? The Dodgers can always use another outfielder because they're running David Peralta out there and uh, Jason Hayward. I know Hayward's got a, you know, a decent glove, but you know what? To get Reynolds bat into that lineup is definitely going to do them some good. So I think Brian Reynolds to the Dodgers is one that I really, really, um, I'm really high on that move. But let's move on to uh, another pitcher that I really think just needs a change of scenery at this point, and it's our boy Little Jack, Jack Flaherty. He's been so up and down and inconsistent this year, and the, the Cardinals have just done a real bad job of handling this guy. He honestly should have got you know shoulder surgery two, three years ago at this point. But you know what? If anyone can breathe this guy back to life, I think it's the Atlanta Braves. And the Braves, you know, definitely can use another starting pitcher in their rotation. I think the Braves' pitching coaching is very, very good. They're another team that's known for developing uh, young pitchers. And, uh, you know, Bryce Elder has really started to slow down. Charlie Morton is 40 years old. Michael Soroka's, you know, kind of just been eh. So, you know what, besides Spencer Strider, they really don't have anybody else. And you know what, let's bring Little Jack over here and let's just kind of see what happens. Uh, Jack Flaherty to the Braves, that's my prediction. I like that. Um, I like that landing spot. I, I do kind of see him fitting well there, but I actually hope that he actually ends up on Houston. I think if they miss out on anybody other names that we mentioned up top, or they just didn't weren't able to fill out their their rotation through trades, Jack Flaherty might come at a discount because of how up and down he's been, how hurt he's been over the last couple of years. And selfishly too, for fantasy perspectives, if they can get him on their roster and turn him around, I mean, the sky's the limit with Jack Flaherty because Jack Flaherty has all the talent in the world. They just got to get him right. And Houston Astros have taken pitchers that were hurt or pitchers that were like mediocre from other teams that had the stuff. They figured out exactly what was wrong with them and then fixed it. And then they became all-stars. So I think Jack Flaherty would be a great fit there. Let's talk about this last guy. Um, and it, this one's Matt, kind of... Can I, can I throw something at you real quick? Yeah. I know I know we're running a little bit long, but I, have, I, I just thought about this. What about Jack Flaherty for Vaughn Grissom? And then Vaughn Grissom goes over to the Cardinals and plays shortstop. Mm. Mm, I like that. I like that. But all right, let's, let's get this last guy, and then we'll keep it moving. We'll, we can talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Oh, my God. You just gave me a fantasy, Woody. I like that. I like oh, that. All right. Let me move on here. Let's talk about Mr. Eduardo Rodriguez. So my pick is more sentimental than anything based off of the trade rumors I'm hearing. I'm hearing that he that they're going. Uh, the Boston Red Sox are trying to reunite with him, and that would be cool. I'd like to see him go back there get, and and see what they could do. It's funny. We haven't talked about the Sox getting into the into the mix at all. But I could see this happening. You know, he has a rapport with with the team, the city. And I also see where he could slot in real nice. So I think if Rodriguez could go there, the fantasy value is going to be pretty much, you know, equal. I don't think it, he gets hurt or benefits from going anywhere except for the fact that he may wouldn't get a couple more wins being on Boston. Yeah, Matt, honestly, when I saw that you were going to say that, I was like, you know what, that's actually a solid, solid landing spot. I kind of like that better than where I have uh, Erod going. But I have Erod going over to the Twins. 
I think the thing is the Twins are in first place. They're kind of holding on by, you know, the hair on their chinny-chin-chin, two games over the Guardians, five games over the Tigers. So they're going to have to make a move, in my opinion. I think they go out there and they possibly get a bat as well. So, you know, some of these bats we talked about, maybe they'll be in the plans of the Twins. But they definitely need a starting pitcher, you know. Well, not actually, not definitely. They actually maybe don't even need a starting pitcher. But you know what? They have a lot of injury-prone guys there. It's Lopez and Kenta Maeda can go down literally at any second at 35 years old the wind so, comes in from the east and they're done yeah exactly exactly so but you know what maybe they give up one of these pitchers in that trade you know you, you never really know where things go but i think the twins are going to go out there and make a move this might be my least lock like out of everything this is the one trade that i'm not really that confident in but you know what um i had to throw erod somewhere and i kind of threw him to the twins for now honestly the more i think about it the less i like it i'm kind of i'm kind of leaning towards what matt said with the the boston one i kind of really like that actually but guys uh matt unless you got anything else uh, we're gonna wrap things up here brother yes sir so that's all for us today please be sure to like subscribe comment rate and review also our everydayers and new listeners thank you for making locked on fantasy baseball your first listen each and every day be sure to look out for a new episode on monday where we talk about the best must add players from the weekend but guys until monday peace see you